I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 341, my review of Blonde, the Marilyn Monroe movie on Netflix. And I'm sorry to say, I found only the acting was excellent in that movie, with a few exceptions. Let's talk about that excellence first. Anna de Armas as Norma Jean delivered an Oscar-worthy performance, conveying the 20% bravado, 80% vulnerability that we think we know of Marilyn Monroe just perfectly. The voice, the facial expressions, the body language was so good I could believe I was seeing Marilyn up on the screen. And Adrian Brody as the playwright, a.k.a. Arthur Miller, was also superb. Not ever really understanding Marilyn, flattered and impressed, not just by her beauty, but even more by her insight and intelligence. Barbie Carnival as... The ex-athlete, a.k.a. Joe DiMaggio, also gave a strong, if somewhat obvious, performance, which wasn't his fault since he didn't write the dialogue. And I thought Julianne Nicholson gave a memorable performance as Norma's mother. As for the rest, the story the pace, the intensity of many of the scenes, well, not so good at all. Now, first, to be clear, I obviously know nothing of Norma Marilyn personally, and I haven't read the quote novel, unquote, by Joyce Carol Oates that Andrew Dominic's movie is based upon, so I can't really say how true the movie was to the novel. And I put novel in quotes because the amount of truth in her accounting of Marilyn's life and death has been under debate ever since the book was first published back in 2000. But whatever the source of this lurid accounting on the screen, I don't get why Miller and DiMaggio had to go nameless in the movie. I'd add that, at least here in the United States, the law says the dead cannot be slandered. But you know, namelessness is the least of this narrative's problems. Norma Marilyn dies, according to the movie, either accidentally or deliberately taking too many pills and alcohol because she's devastated that someone, obviously not her father, who had been writing to Norma as her father for years, admits that he really wasn't her father? That's why she took her life? Now, unless that truly happened... That's a pretty lame reason, given what the movie previously shows us about Marilyn's surprising resilience, rescuing her time after time. 
Not to mention that someone with her intelligence, which was well portrayed in the movie, surely would have realized that the, quote, tearful father, that's how he signed his letters, who communicated with Norma over the years but never showed up as he was promising to do, well, certainly Marilyn would have realized that that guy, I assume it was a man, certainly was not her father. And the scenes, well, with the exception of most of the Arthur Miller segment, which at times did have a real tenderness, the overall story was a continuing series of scenes, one after another, that were punches to the stomach and the soul. Okay, I will admit that the closing scene did have a flash of perverse poetry, perhaps, with Marilyn posing and smiling at us, her audience, after she was gone. It felt like a cinematic embodiment of Bernie Taupin's words in the Elton John song, Goodbye, Norma Jean, about all the papers having to say was that Marilyn's body was found in the nude. Even in death, her body was exploited, with whether or not this was what she wanted never being known for sure. But as for the rest, and I suppose this is a question of personal taste, but for me, the tableaus were just too unpleasant viscerally revolting, even if the events they were portraying were necessary to see in any form in this movie. The John F. Kennedy fellatio scene was demeaning to everyone, including the viewer, who became an involuntary voyeur, not to mention that who knows if this actually ever happened. And while we're on the JFK-Maryland relationship, why not show the famous happy birthday, Mr. President, iconic scene from Madison Square Garden, which was real and stunning. So, though I'll take a chance and see any movie about Marilyn Monroe, only the acting and a sparse few scenes save me from saying, I'm really sorry I wasted my time on this trauma porn. And I hope you found that review of Blonde of value. I will be back here soon with some reviews of more enjoyable enterprises on the screen. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, and keep doing whatever you can to help those brave people of Ukraine Get those invading Russian soldiers out of their country once and for all. The Light on Light Through Podcast. Athens. 2042 AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been.
Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.